Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, in today's episode, we're going to talk about a major issue that many traders face, and that is valuing quantity of trade over quality of trade. Trust me, this is something that I struggled with a lot in the early stages of my trading, and it cost me a lot of money. Today, I'm going to give you some tips on how to avoid that and put yourself in the position where you don't fall victim to temptation. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. Thank you so much for the support that you've given me over the years. I apologize for being a little bit late to this uh, today's episode, but it is right around the Thanksgiving holiday and I was on the road and just didn't have time to produce an episode for you. Did something rare and, and took some time for myself, did a little traveling and uh, just got back to the realities of life today. And one of the things that I did when I got back was I checked up on a few conversations I was having with um, some traders and I got a really cool message on Twitter. By the way, my DMs are unlocked on Twitter. So if that's your preferred platform and you, you want to send me a message over there, feel free to do it at AkilStokesRTM. If I send you a message first, it's probably not me. So be aware, report and all that fun stuff. But you can reach out to me, ask me anything either publicly through a tweet or uh, in a DM and that goes for any social media platform. But I got a cool response from a trader saying, um, since speaking to you two years ago, I applied the quality over quantity um, type of method and took five setups that all followed my plan. I appreciate the advice. And to give you guys some background on the information, this was a trader that was taking a massive amount of trades and with a massive amount of trades at that high of a frequency, he was making a lot of mistakes, mainly because he wasn't focusing his energy and, and, and making sure there were good trades. It was more kind of like, let's just fire off as many as I can. And it was a very low quality type of setup, right? High quantity, which makes you feel good because you're, you're doing a lot and you feel busy, but you're being busy with a lot of bad trading opportunities. And we spoke and I said, hey, don't focus on how much trades you take or how many trades you take, but rather put the focus on making sure each of those trades are grade A trades. Uh, funny enough, I spoke to a guy the other day as well. I don't think he gets it. Um, he was talking about how he was in this trade and he he took a 30 pip loss because he broke his rule. No, I think he made 30 pips, but he broke his rules and he was so excited about it. And I think he wanted me to get excited about it. And I was like, ah, yeah, good job on the profit, but that's got to be written down as a bad trade. And then he, but, but, you know, but this and that. And then those type of people, you know, I don't want to say they don't get it right now. They've got to change their mindset. But changing my mindset from quality to quantity, um, um, or excuse me, uh, to quality from quantity um, was a tough one. Um, if you know my story, I gave up three jobs to focus full time on trading, had these false expectations that I was going to be more successful than I was in a quicker amount of time. But basically, I had nothing to do all day but trade. And that's exactly what I what I did. At first, it was learning how to trade or, you know, by learning how to trade, just, you know, vulturing the internet for stuff, trying to teach myself how to trade. It then went to actually getting um, professional training and whatnot. Um, but even during that time, I made a lot of mistakes. And 
the coolest thing, my biggest goal was to become a full-time trader because it, it, it opened up so many doors. Not only did I have a lot of interest in the market, I, I enjoyed the game, but it was something that I can do kind of, it, it gave me a lot of flexibility. I can do it anytime from any place kind of on my own terms. Um, and at that time in my life, you know, future, I was thinking about, I can travel, I can do this, I can do that, and just have a laptop with me and blah, 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 blah. At that time, I really wasn't doing much. I'm pretty much a homebody. So when I actually started my live trading, um, I was a little bit disappointed at how little quality trading opportunities came, right? So imagine like your first day in, the, in, in, in a new job and you're excited and you got this new role and you're ready to get to action and you, you sit at your desk, you got everything set up and then it's like you're waiting and you're waiting for your first assignment and it, it doesn't come and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and, you're waiting and it, it's kind of a letdown. Now, in, in that real job experience, there's not much you can do. You got to wait until whoever gives you the assignment gives you the assignment and you hop on all over it. In trading, right, you know when you're looking at charts for long enough and, and you can say that you're studying or you're practicing or you're just doing this or doing that. It's very easy to create opportunities. And that's what I did all the time. I'm looking at stuff and I'd be like, ah, this doesn't meet my plan, but I think this is going to go up. I could enter this by doing that. And then somehow my hand pushes the button and before you know it, I'm going to trade. And that would happen over and over again. I took a lot of trades and, and some of them were good trades, but the majority uh, of the good trades were canceled out by the bad trades, right? And it needs to be the exact opposite if you want to be successful in your trading. Your good trades need to cancel out the bad trades. And not even that, they should all be good trades. I should say your winning trades need to cancel out your losers, right? My good trades were both winners and losers. My bad trades were mostly losers because, again, they didn't fit my rule. They were more random than anything. And it's an easy kind of problem to assess to recognize the hardest part is actually doing it and here's what has helped me and i, I relate it a lot to like dieting right I, I'm, a lot of people are into what is it intermediate fasting stuff like that where I'm, I'm not a big fan of it i don't personally think it's a healthy thing to do but we can debate that um in another episode into each his own but intermediate fasting is basically when you don't eat for a very long period of time and then you kind of stuff your face um again to each his own but in general, people that want to go on diets, and I don't like the word diet either, people want to kind of control their eating habits, um, a great way to do so, and this is what I've found, is to be away from the refrigerator, right? Be away from the temptation. So I work from home. So my refrigerator is, you know, a few rooms over. It is very easy for me to kind of just open the door, sneak over there, the hand accidentally opens it up, and before you know it, food is in my mouth. And usually, you know, during these short little breaks away from the trades, it's like short, like quick little snacks, or like a block of cheese, or like some Oreo cookies, or, or it's usually not anything healthy because I want a quick grab. Um, and you can imagine repeating that process over and over again over time, it's not really healthy. However, on the days where I'm out of the office, so there are days where I'm out of the office from pretty much 12 o'clock noon to about six o'clock at night, I don't even get hungry, right? The funniest thing, I'll drink water or whatnot, but I don't even get hungry. Why? Because I am busy, right? I, I, because I am not bored, because I am busy with some other task, my focus is off of the food and I don't even get hungry. I don't even have that temptation. And the same type of thought process or same type of method could be used for controlling your quantity 
of trades, right? Again, one of the reasons we take so many trades is because we're sitting there right in front of the fridge. We're sitting there with the chart open, tempted, tempted, and tempted. Do yourself a favor. Don't do it, right? Get away from the charts, right? Do something else that makes you happy. Um, watch a movie, uh, get another hobby, leave and, and, and work on a project, right? In many cases, you don't need to be in front of your charts all day, right? For most of us who are day traders, right? Most day traders don't day trade from eight in the morning till, you know, four in the afternoon, right? There's just not that much activity in the market. You could, don't get me wrong, there are some that do, but most people pick out a short period of time. So for example, when I used to day trade, my hours were really eight to 11, then I changed it from about 7.30 to 10.30. So there were three hours of active day trading, and there was about an hour before that of prep. So four hours total in from the chart. And then I wouldn't even look at a day trading chart or a lower time frame chart after that, because it would have broken my rules to be involved in it. So it was just, it was pointless. It was just putting myself in a position where I'm gonna get into trouble. Swing trading is the same way, right? Swing trading is even easier. If you do your analysis in swing trading, I tell newer traders all the time, you're gonna know what should be on your radar depending on your time frame, weeks, days, if not hours beforehand, right? So if you're trading on a four hour chart, for example, and price is at a, a zone of interest for you. And if you know you need a specific reason for entry, let's say it's a two candlestick combination, right? You need a pin bar, higher high, higher close reversal. Well, guess what? It is at least eight hours before you can do anything, or it may be at least four hours before you can do anything. So is there any point of staring at the charts for the next four hours if you can't do anything until that candle closes anyway? No, right? You're just, you're tempting yourself to enter early. You're tempting yourself to scare yourself out of the trade, right? Fear of missing out, FOMO. Oh, it's gonna run away without me. I get involved, right? So just get away. And I know it's easier said than done. Um, a lot of people fear, well, what if I'm gonna miss the opportunity? What if I'm gonna miss the setup? And this is why it's so important to do your analysis um, beforehand. If you have a consistent routine of analysis, meaning that you're not just opening up the charts and randomly analyzing something at a random time of the day, if you have a consistent routine of analysis where it's like, hey, from 6.30 to 7.30 in the morning, I do my top-down analysis. I set up all the trading opportunities that are on my radar or could possibly be on my radar for the day. If you've done that correctly, there should be nothing in the market that surprises you. Yeah, there, there may be like a big economic event, and, and but those are far and few in between, right? You know when your FOMC meetings are here. You know when your ECB press conferences are here. Um, Trump's out of office, so you don't get the random Trump tweets that we used to. That was a whole different story. But 90% of the time, you know what's going to happen in the market or you know what you should be looking for well before it actually happens. And there aren't going to be any really surprising moves in the market. Um, and if you do that, then it's a little bit more comfortable to leave your charts and only check back at the, the times when you need to check back. If you're not in that routine and you're hunting and you're fishing and you're kind of in this, again, distress type of mode versus just a normal stress type of mode, then you're putting yourself in a position where you want to watch it all day. And again, if you're doing that, you're just sitting in front of the fridge nibbling all day long, and that's going to get you into trouble.
you guys enjoyed the podcast. As always, make sure you head over to www.tier1trading.com. We got a whole bunch of free stuff for you. We got some workshops, we got some webinars, we got a trial membership where you can download software, join some live rooms, all that good stuff. www.tier1trading.com is the site, and I'll see you there.